reading this morning comes from the book of James, chapter 5, verses 13 to 20. Please hear these words of the scripture. Are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being like us, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth yielded its harvest. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and is brought back by another, you should know that whoever brings back a sinner from wandering will save the sinner's soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. God. Amen. I do want to thank Sue for participating in worship and for giving us um, the videos this week so that she can um, remind us that we have a great cloud of people that are joining us from all over the nation. Let us pray. Almighty God, there are so many unknowns right now. The one thing I know I can count on is your presence. When it seems the whole world is going sideways, I can trust that you are with me. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Help me to trust you with my whole self and assure me that even in the midst of this holy disturbance, you are leading me to the incredible things I haven't even imagined yet. Amen. This was a prayer that I wrote almost a year ago now, as we found ourselves six months into the pandemic. We were still pretty isolated from one another, trying to figure out how to do life while keeping one another safe and healthy. But it seemed like there wasn't much we could actively do. And so we prayed. We prayed the 6.50 prayer together from wherever we were at 6.50 in the morning or 6.50 in the evening. And today we conclude our worship series on the book of James and we recognize that after all that James tells us to do with these tasks, these tasks that he calls us to do as Christians, as followers of Jesus, he says, pray. In all circumstances, pray. Because we're sick or because we're well, because we're suffering or because we are cheerful, we should pray. Pray with the sighs of our hearts, with the songs of our souls. And when our prayers seem to be bouncing against the ceiling, lost in the air above our heads, we are to pray together. Because prayer, it unites us. It unites us with something bigger than ourselves. 
It reminds us of our shared humanity, that as humans, we are marred by illness and sin. Illness and sin that are often treated the same. That was true especially when James was writing this almost two centuries ago. People were shunned or set aside or excommunicated because they were sick or because they were found to be sinning. And often we do that now today. We don't want those people, whoever those people might be to us, we don't want them around. We don't want those sinners, those people who are morally unhealthy. Yet James reminds us that we should pray for one another. Because prayer, it reminds us that we are part of something bigger and stronger. It unites us. It's bigger than sh- and stronger. Our God is stronger than anything that we might be going through. When I wrote that prayer almost a year ago, little did I know of the many different ways that the world would go sideways. On January 6th, we were shocked and astonished by the attack on the U.S. Capitol, and so we gathered online for prayer, this impromptu prayer service. We prayed for our country, for our hearts, our minds, our souls. We poured out our sadness and our fear to God. We offered up the uncertainty that we are living in, in this world filled with such suffering and cruelty. In that service, we admitted our anger to God, our frustration, and we cried out for understanding and for peace. And then on the eve of the inauguration, we again came together in prayer. And we prayed for unity. We prayed that God would cover us with wings like a mother hen. Wings of protection and comfort and love. Again and again and again over the past year, we have prayed together when we didn't know what else to do. It didn't matter that we weren't physically together because in those moments of prayer, our words ascended into this great cloud, covering us wherever we were, praying together Almighty God, there are so many unknowns right now. The one thing I know I can count on is your presence. When it seems the whole world is going sideways, God, I can trust that you are with me. And in those moments, the Spirit united us across distance and even across time. And here we are almost a year later since I wrote those words, and we are still filled with uncertainty. Our world seems to be going sideways yet again. The numbers are going up. The fighting over masks and vaccinations are getting nastier and more hate-filled. There's hurricanes. There's, there's tornadoes. There's fires and floods. And so we pray. 
because earnest and heartfelt and faith-filled prayers, they will save us. They include us in the kingdom of God. They include us in the community of faith. They remind us that we are with one another. We are with God. No matter whether it's physical or not, we are with God. As we confess our sins to one another, we are given the gift of reconciliation with God, reconciliation with God, and with our faith community. And when we do that, we are reminded that this is the place where we belong. When it feels like we don't belong anywhere in the entire world, we belong here. We belong that this is the place that cares for us, that wants us, the place that supports us with whatever life tries to throw at us. Because the power of prayer is really unity. It's reconciliation. Because prayer for one another, when we pray for one another, we are wrapped together in God's comforting and loving and strong arms. These arms of forgiveness and grace. And this morning, we do that as we prepare our hearts we prepare our minds and our souls for communion. We confess to one another. We say out loud this prayer of confession. And it's a prayer that United Methodists have said for decades and decades. Because it is a prayer that has been true for decades and decades. So let us say this prayer of confession together. And as we do that, fall into the arms of God. Fall into the arms of one another as we pray this prayer together. Let us pray. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. When we say that for one another, in the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. We recognize that we are giving a gift and we are receiving a gift that God gives us freely. 
It's a gift that comes in this bread and juice. Ordinary, ordinary bread and juice. Here today, we are going to drink from the little cups and the little squares of hard cracker stuff, right? I I know, I understand. And at home, people, you are, you are celebrating with whatever you have. And we know that whatever we have, we bring it to God and God glorifies it. And God makes it good and God makes it holy. Oh Lord, we pray that you might pour out your Holy Spirit on us on those who are gathered together today and on these gifts of bread and juice, that you might make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ so that we might be for the world, your body, redeemed by Christ's blood. By your spirit, God, make us one with you, one with each other, so that we might be in ministry to the entire world until Christ comes and his final victory and we get to feast together at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, wherever we are, all honor and all glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. This is Christ's body that is broken for you. This is Christ's blood which has been shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. gracious and loving God. We are so very thankful for this holy mystery in which you give yourself for us. You yourself are a holy mystery to us in so many ways, including the way that you unite us. That even when it feels like we have been gone for one another for decades, even when it feels like we are alone and there is no one that cares about us. God, we know that you are there. We know that you do unite us. God, may you empower us with your spirit so that we might go into the world and be that unity that is so desperately needed. Through your spirit and its power, through the beautiful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
and we will continue our service through a time of prayer. And I invite you, if you haven't already done so in person, to share with the blue prayer cards. And online, you may share in the comments or in the email. And let us continue this time of prayer, preparing our hearts through this next song. Please stand as you are able.
We do have a few prayers that have been turned in. Um, Prayers for cancer um, being back in a different place. And Chuck and Becky asked for prayers for Mike, who is having surgery on his broken clavicle this Friday. Oh my. And Barb asked for prayers for patience and wise decisions. Janet says, I raise a prayer of thanks for a strong medical team and seek the prayer support of my church family as I have surgery on Friday. Kathy asked for prayers for all who are traveling this Labor Day weekend. And Kathy DeCreedy, I saw that she says her mom's worshiping um, with her today in Wilmington. Kathy is actually here. I saw Kathy commenting on Facebook, and I was like, oh, Kathy's joining us. And then I got up, and I was like, she's in front of me. So I was very confusing. Thank you for adding to my confusion this morning. I appreciate it. Um, it is good. It's so, it, I saw somebody joining us from Maine this morning. There's people, um, Dana and Jamie are joining us from uh, Columbus. And it's just, it is very fun that we get to gather together in this way from all over. And then Sue says, prayers of thanks for mom's successful knee replacement surgery and prayers as she begins rehab. And then Judy says, God bless our children. Yes. It is good that we are able to pray with and for one another, that God can unite us. And so let us go to our Lord in prayer now. Most holy and beloved God, we come to you now knowing that you you see us at our worst, but you still love us. You listen to our hard questions and stay with us while we struggle through answers and give us the answers we seek. God, you know us. You know us wholly and fully. And you love us and you forgive us again and again. And God, we are grateful that we are able to come to you in prayer. That we are able to not have words and know that you know the sighs deep within our souls. May you hear the words on our hearts. May you be with us in our struggles. May you be with those who are caring for your children, those doctors and nurses, the caregivers who are serving each and every day. God, may you be with teachers and administrators as they make difficult decisions And try their very best to just keep your children safe. God, be with our leaders. Whether it is for our world, our nation, our community, our churches. Be with us and guide us. God, we pray these things knowing that you are with us. And we are with one another in this way. 
And we pray these things in Jesus' beautiful name as we pray together the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we go from this time together, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen.
Class dismissed. <laughs> we need to figure out how to end. So everybody's like, and now we go. Okay. Yes, there we go.